Well, welcome everyone to a very exciting, a brand new teleclass for Celebrating Life and two brand new speakers, presenters tonight for this series, our monk, Sherry Shea, and also the newly ordained Reverend Miriam Carla. And we just welcome both of you. Thank you, Sherry. Hey, there you are. Glad you could be with us. Marion, I think I'll start with you that since it's a brand new series and I get to lead this series tonight on unlocking visions and dreams, but what can our, our participants expect from you bringing to this series on maybe a topic that is dear to your heart? Well, I've definitely been on my, my theme, Search Me, for the 15th. And it's been really profound. I've been getting shown all these different pieces of my journey and just how I've had a real deep knowing of my purpose my whole life. And that was really beautiful. And so that's something I will be sharing and drawing upon so that through the experiences that I've had and the learnings and lessons that I've come across in my life. So you're going to share with us your whole life, right? <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to hearing from you, Mary. I, I love, especially as a student, you were for a couple, three, four years, whatever it was, but your writings were so profound. And so you really know how to articulate, not necessarily like me, but you have a grace for that. So I know our participants, our audience will really enjoy your sharing. Now, Sherry, can you also share with us what to expect? I think next week you get to lead that portion of our teleclass. So yes, tell us more about that. Thank you, Padre. So next week, I'm going to be sharing actually an acute recent healing situation that I was able to move through with divine grace. It seems like Holy Spirit just keeps breaking me. Seems like every summer. <laughs> Last summer, this summer, it's like, and actually at the beginning of the summer, I had a thought like, oh, wow, I remember what happened last summer. I wonder if. Interesting. And sure enough, we get into June, and <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Going for another ride. <laughs> another ride, another shift, just breaking me further. And yeah. I'm so grateful because every time I go through this, this breaking and this renewing and this shifting, my relationship with the divine grows even stronger and even more palpable. I like that, Sherry, because... For me, the, what you're describing is, is the levels of heaven or the levels of consciousness that we were actually growing through. And a lot of times the way we get there is through breaking a challenge that we actually seek God in a great, greater dimension. So I think you're right on course, like all of us, keep ex expecting to grow through whatever we have a challenge with, because in God, we can. And you lead the path with that. Sherry, could I ask you to open our Teleclass with prayer. Absolutely. Beloved creator, we bless your presence here with us on this call. As we know that we are blessed by your love. We ask that we surrender as fully as possible to be able to access the attitudes and grace 
that is aligned for us at this time. Help us to see our path clearly and to move forward it, forward with it. As Ron Roth used to say, this is the path, walk in it. And may the love and grace from this call go out to all points of the world, to all people, to all animals, to all sentient beings. And may all feel your touch in some way that helps ignite a spark in them during these seeming troubled times in our world. And may all find their way home to you. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sherry. What a beautiful prayer. Thank and you. I, I could just feel the Holy Spirit's resonance or, or the pulsating of the Spirit. And it was like inviting all the angels, the saints, the sages to come and dwell among us. And I believe that is true. So thank you for leading us in that capacity. Of course, our creating, granting access, attitudes of grace. We're going to learn a lot about grace and maybe a lot about your grace and how you access it, how we access really the, the, the gates of heaven, consciousness that each of us grow in, in our relationship to the divine Christ. For me, it's Jesus, Holy Spirit. But we do want to offer our own access so you can actually ride our waves, so to speak, you know, like the waves in back of me. I wish I was there, but <laughs> we just have 90 degree weather here, but not the palm trees and the ocean. But my, my portion tonight is I really want to focus in on, I always like to start with scripture because to me, scripture is grounding for me personally. And so for the first one, we're going to talk about St. Paul's revelation. Second Corinthians, it says, I must go on boasting. Although there is nothing to gain, I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up in the third heaven. Whether it was in the body, I do not know. But God knows. And I know this man, whether in the body or not in the body, he was caught up in paradise. The things he heard were too sacred for words, things that man is not permitted to tell. Isn't that an incredible gift about being in a vision of dream? And I'm going to be talking about at least one or two of them that I've experienced right now. But St. Paul talks about this in his writings. The, the second one, there's going to be, we're going to talk about grace in this series. And actually there's four defining graces and hopefully we can enlighten some of you with the grace that actually you're working with. For me, it's enabling grace, which is the Hebrews 4, 12 to 14. And it says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces even a dividing of the soul, the spirit, the joints, and the marrow. It judges the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and exposed before the eyes of him whom we must give an account. Therefore, since there, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, which is Jesus Christ, let us hold firm to what we possess. What I like about this 
it's called an enabling grace is for the word of God is living and active. And I'm part of my sharing tonight is going to be on that topic because if it's already been written and it's already in heaven, if we are, I call born again in the spirit, we have access to heaven. So if we now can actually, we activate it by our voice or by our intentions or by our prayers or our, by decrees. So what St. Paul was saying is we can access heaven because we're born again in the spirit. So let's continue on with, let's say, my portion of this one, because I really do love the focus that we do have tonight. And it is about entering into grace. And right now, I just really sense the angels that are really watching over us right now, or I call it entering into our own sanctuary, our domain. You know, we're going to be talking about the, the role of the spirit. And for me, part of that access point is angels. You have a guardian angel, I do. Some of us have more than one. And also they <laughs> trade off, so to speak. Jacob's Ladder, it says, they ascend and descend, meaning, okay, your job's done. Another assignment is happening. So if you're not familiar with your angels, I would ask the Holy Spirit to ask your angel what their name is, because it should be very personal in our, our relationship to God and actually the one that is assigned to our life to help us to actually go after our destiny, our purpose. A lot, I've heard a lot from clients, our community. What is my destiny? What's my purpose here on life? To me, it's love God, love your neighbor, love yourself. It's in that that we really do understand that God is for us, not against us. But God says who we are. God identified as who we are. Because we say, well, how do I have access if I really don't know that relationship. As long as you're born again of the Spirit, we have access to heaven. So the idea of it, what this song reminds me of is for those who were on the, our teleclass last Friday on heaven and our marathon of a healing service. And to me, it really had this presence that you felt held by God, by the divine. And to me, this is what this song is inviting us to but also it's our relationship with. And if you don't have that, I would encourage you to keep seeking God through this process because it really does. And that we can access that because we're a child of God, we have access to heaven, which is dreams, visions, all these wonderful effects from heaven. So what I want to do is I want to share at least one of my dreams that I had because dreams are actually, you can access your dreams. And I remember always, I remember talking to a psychic and she goes, you, you know, you dream a lot. And I go, no, I don't remember our dream. She goes, now you will. And I go, what? And obviously it happened. I started to pay attention to my dreams. And it's like, from there, it's like, well, I want to start the dialogue in my dreams now. And at one point I actually my first West of Heaven, which was about six years ago and out to California with Dana's group, our, he invited me out there. And prior to that, I had a dream. And in this dream, my brother and me and my brother, Mike, we were at a river and my brother fishes a lot. So I assume that's why we were there, this little river that was flowing. And so I remember, I remember why I remember this, but I remember saying, oh, the water is kind of low. It's kind of by my ankles. And then we just started to walk a little bit and then it became by my knees and then by my hips and then it was up to the, my torsos. And it's like, then we had a swim. 
And I, I thought of this was really strange when I, we kept pursuing this river. We kept going up this river. And so we had to go against the grain, but we started swimming. And I remember finding this one spot and say, oh, because what I, in the dream, I was like, where is this water coming from? So we came to this point of, I call it a big building, or in my words, a dam, but I could see building and it had a little stairs that goes up. And it's like, well, I'm going to climb up there because I want to see what's here because I wanted to know where the source of the water came. And I remember climbing this little ladder and going into this beautiful room. And this room had all these beautiful statues. You know, it was just gorgeous. And guess who I seen there? My brother, Bobby. And he was in his birthday suit. <laughs> I think it was the making of a cherub. I really do believe that. But and then the dream ended. And it's like, what the heck is this dream all about? Let my mind be focusing on different things. So I get inspired to, uh, and I forget the topic of my first West of Heaven, but I remember getting this passage. The Holy Spirit says, Ezekiel 47. And in Ezekiel 47, it talked about the throne of grace and the, the living waters that flow from heaven. And it goes from the east to the west and north to the south. And guess what, people? In this, it describes the water level. The water level, it says, first it's ankle deep, and then it's knee deep, and then it's hip deep, and then it, you have to swim. And I went, oh my God, God must be speaking through my dream. And I remember being such a profound, my first dream that actually played itself out in the scriptures, where it's like, so when I, I read this the passage in, for enabling grace in Hebrews, and it talked about God's word is alive and active. There it was. So actually, my brother and I was walking to the throne of grace, not knowing it. And of course, the only angel was there was Bobby. <laughs> Since then, I've seen many other angels. But again, what was familiar to me and to you, you have access to this throne of grace. And if you don't, I'm going to pray for that at the conclusion of this teleclass because I know. Once we agree with heaven, the keys of the doors, it opens up. And that's what I really want for you and for me is that. Because I, I keep asking when I go to the sleep, talk to me in my dreams. Give me a new vision. I remember another dream that I had. It's off my list, but I remember actually the first time I actually experienced heaven was Ron Roth had passed away. And for about a year, year and a half, I didn't hear his voice. I didn't see him nowhere. And all of a sudden, I had this dream. And in this dream, Ron was there, but he was dressed in all his regalia as he would normally do, like doing a healing service. He had his robe on. And all he did was put out his hand. And so I reached for it and he took me to this river. And this river was paved in gold and everything sparkled. And he kind of turned his hand and says, look at the lilies of the field. And they were brilliant with this brilliant light and crystals. And it was like, I didn't actually know what it was until after the dream. And once I had interpreted it, he showed me where he was. He was in heaven. And it, it, again, it was so dear to my heart because this was the first time that I could actually communicate with him or see him since he had passed and just know he's around. And to me, that's a vision. He showed me where he was at. I, and he also says, you have access. And I'm giving you access to the kingdom of God, to the heavenly realm. Another, another, I call it, a, I think it's a vision that came to me. It was in Northern California. 
a couple years ago, I was invited to a healing service and in this church. And that in this church, I remember holding, having this service and I do my normal thanking God, praising God. And then all of a sudden I call it the spirit takes over. And that's probably the first time that actually, I, I remember speaking this out. I said, the angel of the Lord is here. I said, the angel of prosperity is here. And then I started, I call it going off. And so whatever was coming, I was sharing this with the group. And I go, this church, I go, this church you're going to, because I knew they were renting the church. That knew, I knew it from the pastor. But I said, God wants you to have this church. God's going to provide for this church. You are going to actually purchase this. Now that's stepping out in the waters. And of course, pastors in the, <laughs> the audience here. So kind of put him on call, so to speak. But this is what the angel of the Lord said. And I was so determined, you know, I bank it on my life that this is what's going to happen. And the pastor said, oh, nice service, that type of thing. <laughs> what are you going to say? Because it kind of put their whole community on hold saying, hey, you're going to buy this church. And they had no, they didn't have the, the means for that. And it wasn't on the radar, but actually this, because the building was being sold. So, or up to be sold. A year later, I get invited back to this church and I know nothing. They didn't tell me anything. And the first thing the pastor says, we own the church. We bought this place. And it's like, it took you a year to tell me this. <laughs> I sweated bullets. Did I do right? Did I do wrong? And, but it was the angel of the Lord. Now, how do I know that? The only way I knew that is by the Holy Spirit, by engaging what's showing up in my life. You have the same experiences. You have the same opportunity of tapping, as Dana would say, tapping the diamond, tapping this consciousness that we all have, and actually going with this flow. And to me, that's where faith gets activated. Remember, the word of God goes forth, because I normally start with a word from the Lord, and then it's, it's like agreeing with God, and God says, okay, forget about your mouth, let me speak through you. But it actually, we tap it by speaking God's word first, because it opens the door of the channel. That's why it's important that you and I pray in the mornings, meditate in the morning, but activate the presence, the kingdom of God. So question is, can you have these visions and dreams? I truly believe a psychic can tell me, okay, now you're going to dream. Well, the Padre, at least I could say, yes, I'm going to, you can start dreaming dreams. You can have visions in your dreams. You can have a prophetic dream that says, this is what's going to happen. So I would say, agree with heaven tonight. Agree with God, with the Holy Spirit and that says, God wants to bless you. God wants to heal any obstacle that you would have. And I'm going to address this also. Some of you might have, I call it demonic dreams or very harsh dreams. I'm going to break that because that's actually a curse that goes on. But dreams are so important because it accesses heaven for you and for me. So Miriam, have you had any dreams or visions that showed you heaven or wanted to or got your attention in that way? Uh, yes, actually, dreams and visions is one of the primary ways I've gotten guidance and communication. I have a very active dream time. <laughs> and there's so many ways that I've, I've actually had um, wake-up calls in my life where things have come in a vision or a dream and helped me completely shift my path and help me get back on. 
And a lot of them have, the, have had the theme around relationship, not just partnership, but family and friends. And I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if I hadn't actually gone through some of those wake-up calls and listened at those moments. So in terms of relationship with partners, I had a big wake-up call when I was 28. I, I was engaged to be married, and I was very much in a mindset of thinking, this is my path, and I'm doing this, and you know, this is how I'm, I'm going to be married with kids, and this is how it's going to go. And I was quite stubborn in, in holding on to that. Of course. Yeah, I agree. I understand. So even though I got, I had some, I had dreams that were helping me see the importance of choice. And I had a lot going on in my dream time. I even had in my own being, I felt, I would say I had a growing nauseousness coming up in terms of when I thought of marriage, which was not how I'd ever thought of before. (laughs) I kept pushing all of that away because I was determined to have my goal happen. (laughs) And and so... um, I had one of the biggest wake-up calls in my life. I was downtown San Francisco. And this, so this was kind of a message and vision that came through a person, actually. Um, me. So I was in downtown San Francisco with my fiancé at the time. And we were kind of near the tenderloin. And we got in an argument. And he stormed up the street and left me at the bottom. And I was really angry. I was furious. And I was booking it up the street, like, like really fast. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a homeless man matches my pace right next to me. And I stop. And I was like, totally startled. And he sang. He didn't, he didn't just say it. He sang, you're going to break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> and then he, I, and then I completely was like in utter shock. And then he was like, that's what I see. And shrugged his shoulders and walked off. Oh, my God. And it was literally like a lightning bolt hit me in that moment. It was such a deep seeing, looking into that homeless man's eyes was like getting a download of a truth that I knew right for me, but I didn't have the strength and courage before that to really move forward in the direction I knew I needed to do. And I knew in that moment, I probably would never get married. I knew in that moment that on some level, I didn't even know if I'd have kids ever. And it was such an attachment that I had. It would really, it just broke through so many anchors, I would say, and ways that I was holding on. And it still took me time to integrate it. Like it took me about a year, year and a half to finally like pull away from the, the relationship, get going, you know, move on, figure out my next steps and just really know that, that that was the truth. That was, that was really what was true for me. And I had other ones around relationship, but then moving forward to Ryan, you know, I never would have been able to open up myself to have this kind of relationship if I didn't have this kind of pickup calls. And Ryan and I actually, our relationship began through dreams. We had an experience right at the beginning of us, right, right at the beginning of us coming together I was in a dream. We were in separate places. I was in New York with my sister and he was back here in California. And we both had dreams the same night. And I had a dream 
where my, one of my guides was coming to me and it was going to be a very important message. And I was like, okay. And I was waiting for this message. And then as soon as the guy came, I woke up and I didn't get the message. <laughs> I was like, no, where's the message? <laughs> and then the next day, my, I call Ryan and I tell him this and he's like, no way. Cause in my dream, I had someone come to me and tell me a message for you. Oh, wow. And the message was Psalm 23. And my sister, miraculously, they did not own a Bible the day before. It was Christmas. And they had just been gifted a Bible. And I was literally just happened to be sitting next to a Bible right when you that. So I can look up what Psalm 23 was. And, you know, it's quite an intense message when you think about starting a relationship. I walk through the valley of shadows of death. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but it was so true because it was all about just every, I mean, that's what this whole thing is about for us has been, you know, any way that we're holding on to any idea of concept of how we think relationship and love and light is supposed to be. It's that it's the idea of surrendering and letting yourself die in that sense, all of the things that you're holding on to so that you can really be born in something new and different. And that's what I feel like we are holding and it's it's amazing i never would have had all these experiences if i hadn't been willing to let go that guidance that came in the, your story of the i love your introduction to ryan and your relationship that's profound like that angel of the homeless person disguised as an angel let's put it that way and it's like when you said that something inside of me triggered something i could tell it was like this was like, ah, pay attention to that. And I just want to put that out to, to our audience that there's really is a spirit and angel that's actually trying to get our attention, like pay attention to this because it really is profound. And I just appreciate you, Marion, sharing that personal experience because that you can be very vulnerable. And it's like, you don't want people to know it, but it really sets people free that says, or I had an experience like that. And it's that awakening that we all desire the form it comes in is not always our package deal, but yet once we honor it, it just shows up. So, but thank you, Miriam. I, I appreciate that. So Sherry, I think I'm going to propose the same question for you is, have you had any dreams or visions that showed you that heaven wanted to get your attention? So what was the name of that psychic Padre? <laughs> God. <laughs> I've, I have a lot of dreams and sometimes I have more dreams than others, mm. but I don't remember a lot of them, but I have a lot of visions. So I'm going to go with the vision piece. Sure. So I, I have been an avid power walker for many, many years. Mm -hmm. I love power walking. And one day I was guided to stop by the statue of Mother Mary that's actually at the top of our street at St. Joseph's Church. You've seen that church, oh, Padre. Yes. So I was guided to just be in prayer and just be with her essence, not the statue, but the essence of Mary. And as I would stand there, really kind of pose like the miraculous, right? I was guided to to have my arms outstretched and just kind of surrender my being. 
So as I did so, I would see spirits all around her head, from her, her neck up. And then I would see a white halo around her head. I would see an aura around her head and then kind of just an aura all about her body. Wow. So I was drawn to do this day after day to visit with Mary at the end of my power walk mm. to see what she was trying to reveal to me because I knew it was something. Because every day it was the same experience. Mm. and. What she desired for me was to pilgrimage in Medjugorje. And that came out probably a week into the visions that I was seeing of spirits around her. What she said to me, what I heard through her essence, was come to Medjugorje and sit with me and I will trans knit okay healing and blessings through you and i will become one with you with your healing work so she wanted to be a transmission being an intercessory with my healing work with clients can i tell you briefly about my experience on apparition hell yeah, go right ahead. We want more. <laughs> good, good. So one day, of course, we're all in Medjugorje, and Padre, you and the group were on that trip in 2010, mm -hmm. and all of you were at church. <laughs> and my guidance was to go up to the top of Apparition Hill. Yeah. And because we were there in March, there weren't a lot of people there. Yeah. And this particular time, I was the only one there. Mm -hmm. It was a cloudy, overcast day. And as I sat there in front of the Statue of the Miraculous, which was where the visionaries, the children, saw Mary first appear to them back in the 80s, I believe it was. Yeah, yes, yeah. So I sat there and just surrendered to whatever it was I was to receive. So at one point, it began to drizzle, to rain. And then a couple minutes later, it began to hail. Oh. Then it began to thunder. <laughs> and then lightning. Oh, the wow. Whole, the whole shebang. <laughs> All the while, I'm sitting there with tears coming down my eyes, receiving these transmissions and these blessings. And because... I allowed myself to surrender and be in this state. I didn't have any fear with all of the outer going on. Wow. So I just surrendered to this and came back. And people would tell me, like if I had individual clients for a session and I'm laying hands on them, they would tell me when I laid hands on behind them here, that they could feel a feminine presence. And often their bodies would, would tip back in their chair, back so yeah. they're sitting in the chair. Mm. And I knew it was her essence. And she has stayed with me since. And I have another quick story. Sure. So just a few years ago, I had been, well, I've been for several years studying the life and work of Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. And then felt the call 
hearing the call and seeing the vision after reading about her grotto in France. Oh, yeah. So my guidance from Mary Magdalene was to come to her grotto and sit with her in the grotto, which is in on St. Baume Mountain in France. Wow. So I made the trip with one friend. And as I sat in the grotto with the statue depicted of her in front of me and just surrendered to it, a supernatural experience came over me and I began to cry profusely. I cried and cried and cried. Blessings, transmissions, healing, just being filled by her essence. What seemed like seconds, my friend later told me, was 20 minutes. Mm. 20 minutes solid. I wasn't aware of people around me. I was in that present moment with her, with the essence of her. And to this day, both of them, Mary, Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene, along with many others who I'll share about next week, continue to, to grace me in my life and to be with me as my spirit-led healing ministry moves forward. Those are beautiful encounters you've had, call them visions, and I believe everybody maybe has had them or desired them. What it did for you, Sherry, was position you to, I call it your ministry, your charism that the Holy Spirit has given you to really access heaven for people. And like on this call tonight, we're already feeling the effects of heaven's gates, the angels, the saints ascending, and really ministering as each Marion and you and I are talking, their presence is right with us. It's interesting, I, as you were sharing, I had this, I was conscious of one of my, when this psychic told me I was going to have dreams now, there was a, a reoccurring dream. And how many of you have had reoccurring dreams before? And mine was always, and I always, I'm going to use the term, I hated them. Because <laughs> there was always, I was always on the farm with my siblings. And there was a tornado would come. And this tornado would just approach and I get so afraid. And I figured it out every time this tornado showed up in my dreams something bad was going to happen. And for sure it did. Whether it's an accident or broken relationship, but something turned the, the atmosphere around me that it was shifting. And I was really, um, so I, I feared whenever I got a dream because I, uh, on a tornado because I knew it was bad news. And I remember my last tornado dream <laughs> that I had, actually I was mesmerized by it. So it was coming, it was coming close to the farm, my family, all those things. And all of a sudden, I just, you know, it's like, oh, it's you. And then all of a sudden, it just turned and went the other way. And I never had a recurring dream of a tornado again. Not that I haven't had challenges, but it, that cycle was over, but it got my attention. So I'm asking each of you, what is your reoccurring dream? What is it that the heavens is trying to say, yoo-hoo, be aware, because actually, God is trying to position us for the greater work of the kingdom. So for me, I'm, I think I'll ask one more question, a quick question for both Miriam and Sherry. <laughs> Excuse me. What form or practice, like me, is like I ask the Holy Spirit before I go to bed, give me a dream. You know, if I have a situation, I propose that situation. And then hopefully it shows up in my dream. 
Miriam, have you had that encounter or position yourself to receive something in your dream or a vision during the day? Yeah, definitely. I've done that quite a bunch where I've asked for support and guidance. And actually one, one time is actually coming to mind right now where it was when I was in level one at FSD and I asked Dana a question after class and he had told me to pay attention to my dream on a certain night. Mm. Okay. And then I had the dream and it was a really interesting dream because I remember in the dream, like somehow all my family fell away and the only two people left were my aunt and uncle. And, and they, they were, and then it was like, I was seeing who I was becoming. I was Mm. dream who I was going to become an integrated being. And it's interesting because that's really come true. My aunt and uncle are really the only family that has seen in who I am. They come to the CLM events, right? Yeah. yeah. Only people that know really this part of who I, of me. Mm. So that just came to mind recently because I had, I completely forgot about this dream and, and my guys were showing me about this dream and, and it was really profound because at that time I, re- I didn't understand it. You know, I really, I didn't understand. I didn't understand why Dana was asking me to review it, you know, and then I went back to reviewed it with him. But it's like so much of it is actually played out in my life, which Mm. is. Well, there's that consciousness that you, you know, you're receptive now to, whether it's an odd word, but you ponder it. The scripture says, Selah, ponder this living word. And then it becomes flesh. It really opens each of us up to the greater good that God wants to give us. So I appreciate that, Miriam. Thank you. How about you, Sherry? How do you position yourself for maybe access to grace? Well, of course, it's it's an ongoing process. And I find more and more in, in my daily walk, I'm able to stay more centered and grounded and connected on a daily basis. So For me, the goal is to move and and breathe and have my being with the divine always. So as I know many uh, people do, I'm hearing all the time. You can have this, you can have this much of this. As far as food, don't take a walk now. You're not up for it right now. Uh, You'll have more energy later. It's, It's a constant flow. I'm even hearing when it comes to relating with my daughter. Uh, or other people, I tune, tune in or I'm there. And oftentimes it's a pause. Don't say that. That will not be received well. But go this route. Say this and maybe it'll come back to that. Mm. Once you get in the flow with this, yeah. then they will be ready to receive this other piece. So for me, the more I'm being cracked, and broken, okay? Yes. The more I am finding that I am in this present state of awareness and connection with the divine more than not. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for this grace. I'm hearing that it's time to send Padre some chocolate chip cookies. Do you? Do you <laughs> I'm way overdue. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank Hearing you. That as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're all trying to learn how to 
go through life, especially around this time in America, around the world, this pandemic, but also this unrest that has happened. And we feel not safe. I always like to encourage people, but we have this cloud of witnesses around us that positions us that we can have their support. Call it a vision, a dream, a whisper in our ear or our heart that says, you're okay, you're, you're all right. So as we move into our, our, the healing time, I'd just like you again to pause, maybe close your eyes. That's how I fight my battles. Bringing on the praise, turning it on my focus on God. Whatever difficulty you're going through, maybe it's a sickness, an illness, a broken relationship. Maybe a homeless person has talked to you recently. You know, it says that was strange, but maybe it actually was the word of God that came through. So it could be your enemy speaking to you that actually God's using to get a credit, a message. So I really do believe we're in the right place at the right time. And we as a ministry want to minister to you for whatever specific need you have, your prayer intention. So I'm going to ask um, Sherry if you're going to, we're going to like do a closing prayer. So what your intention is or offer prayer for our community. So Sherry. Divine breath. As we have come together as one to receive this love and grace, we know that you enfold us in your heart and that we are never alone. You walk beside us, above us, below us, in front of us. You are omnipresent grace in the midst of everything unfolding in this world. And all we need to do is tap in, tune in, call forth your name, however that feels aligned for us. And we will feel your presence. We will feel your comfort. And we know that all is in divine order. So we allow you now to take our fears as we release them to the universe so they can be transmuted and recycled through the ground. Take our fears, take our concerns, take our problems, take all that is not of you, all that is not of love, so that we may find the balance and the centeredness to walk our path, to serve as we have come here to do. And so it is. Thank you. And we love you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sherry. Miriam. Would you offer prayer, thoughts, and in closing? Thank you, God, for opening our hearts, for helping us to love our hearts. Whatever arises, whatever is there, thank you for giving us your breath, the holy breath, and breathing us 
breathing our hearts open so that we have the courage and the strength to move through whatever is in our lives, whatever we see around us in the world, whatever we feel. Thank you for giving us this blessing, this pure knowing of truth that you are with us and for us in every moment, in every breath. Let us all receive the messages and guidance that aligns us to our true purpose, our true calling in this life. Thank you to all the angels and all the beings of light that are surrounding each one of us. There are teams of angels around each one of us right now. Amen. Allow yourself to rest in that grace. Amen. Amen. So follow through with Miriam's prayers, the activation of the angels. Holy Spirit, we just, Father, I just send forth your ministering angels. Reveal themselves, reveal their names, reveal their mission to those who are listening to this call. Father, just activate their dream state now. Reveal their purpose, their divine purpose, even for answered prayers, Lord. You are a God of the supernatural, the big God, the amazing God. Think big prayers. Go big with God. Just share them your heart's desire. Just as Miriam and Sherry shared their intimacy with the Creator, you have that also. So you have this amazing grace to tap into. So I just release the keys to the kingdom of God tonight. The keys to the kingdom of God tonight. Father, I just command the spirit of grief. I feel a lot of grief in people's lives. So I just open that door. I break the curse of that. The spirit of depression, I break it now through the name of Jesus. I just allow a, a, a creator. I just see a heart opening like bam, just the, the light of Christ, just illuminating your heart. You carry this heavy burden, this heavy burden. Right? We just break it now through the name of Jesus and just allow the revelations of heaven, the ministry of our precious blessed mother, her tenderness, like Sherry talked about, placing her hands on the heart. So just place your hand on your heart and that transfer of, of the Sherry's grace, the gifting will open your heart. I just command the, the, our consciousness to begin to open. Sometimes we feel like we're just stuck in place, sheltered in place, but we're supposed to be sheltered in place in God, not necessarily our homes. So seek the kingdom of God and everything else will be added. So Father, I just pray a blessing over your household. And I command any demonic spirit that holds that depression, that illness, that disease that has sometimes crippled you. Arthritis, I break your hold through the name of Jesus over these bodies, sound spirits. Even the spirit of death, I break its hold over those thoughts that you've had. I thank you, O Lord our God, for the increase of favor in your people's lives. I bless our community. I bless all those prayer requests that it comes in daily to our community, our ministry. We bless and send healing. Anyone who's going through a surgery, just restoration and healing through the name of Jesus. And also the anyone who is in the hospital right now, 
we just send your ministering angels for healing, especially Dave. I thank you, O Lord our God, for your grace, your, your compassion, your healing, but also divine encounters. Just release these divine encounters as they sleep, as they're awake, even in a vision in the, in the morning. It's just sense really in the morning time, right before getting out of bed. Just allow that grace now to just accentuate what heaven's all about, revealing heaven in an amazing time. So may the good Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you, be gracious unto you, and grant you his peace, his shalom. And I bless you as your Padre, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you, Susan, for all your participation. We'll see you next week, everyone. God bless.